0: Welcome to On Brand with Donnie Deutsch and I am Donnie Deutsch and this is a podcast dedicated to a simple premise that everything today is a brand. Every athlete, every celebrity, every product, every corporation, every political party, everything is a brand. And we do two things on the show. First, uh, we do a big celebrity interview once a week on Thursday about their own personal brand. This week it's business titan Steve Case, former uh, CEO of AOL. Uh, one of the big media titans of our time. We're going to talk to him about a lot of stuff. And today on Tuesdays, we drop what we call our brands of the week. These are the brands that are shaping the zeitgeist. Who's up? Who's down? Let's get right to it. Uh, first up, uh, brand down this week for Biden. I'm gonna I'm gonna lift from a Wall Street Journal article the five Biden big headaches, and this is what he's dealing with: the UAW strike, the Hunter sons indictment, the impeachment inquiry the potential government shutdown coming and rising gas prices. So it's kind of a a bad moment in time for him. Of course, his polls are not good and it's just universally just you hear from Democrats across the board. He's too old. He's too old. And, um, it's challenge. He's got his work cut out for him. I'm concerned and I've said this on morning, Joe, I think Trump can win again. Uh, I'm concerned the migrant issue and the crime issue, the Republicans are going to really bang. And, uh, you know, right now he is the Democrat's best shot. They're going to rally around him, but I'm nervous. I really am. Uh, and that's just the honest truth. Uh, we'll have to give, brand if we give uh, Trump a brand, I mean, uh, Biden a brand, that we've got to give one for Trump just based on his speech the other day where he uh, said that the cognitively impaired, quote unquote, President Joe Biden would lead the country into World War II. He goes World War II if reelected. So yes, Biden will take us back in time. And if he's elected, uh, lead us into a World War Uh, And he also said that he would beat President Obama in 2024. He confused who he's running against. So uh, speaking of old, let's not forget that Donald Trump is not a spring chicken. He's actually only three years younger. He reads a lot younger. Um, In polls, it's interesting. 79% of people think Biden's too old and only, I think, Uh, 53 or 54. There's like a 25-point difference as far as people thinking one is too old and the other one is not, which is uh, a disappointing thing for the the Democrats, of course. Uh, Brand up for the Senate, dress code or brand down, dress down, but I give that a brand up. Chuck Schumer ditches the Senate's dress code, according to Axios. Uh, he said he's no longer going to enforce the chamber's informal dress code for its members. Um, when he says informal, that's it's not a firm thing. It's just a given. In, I don't mean informal in terms of clothes. They're going to make it more informal. Uh, we'll allow John Fetterman, who tends to favor gym shorts and hoodies, uh, to linger on the Senate floor before and after votes. Uh, this according to Axios, of course. And uh, that's a good thing. But I don't think you're going to see too many senators dressing down. Uh, brand down for young voters. Half of young voters uh, are not enthused about voting in the 2024 election. Uh, in a generic uh, Biden-led and a generic Republican-led, a generic Republican nominee, 44 to 32 percent among voters 18 to 34, according to a uh, American University signed Institute for Policy and Politics poll. But only 50 percent of young Americans said they were very or extremely motivated to vote, while the other 50 percent said they were only somewhat or less motivated or not motivated at all. Um, nearly half, 45% of respondents said the outcome of the presidential race won't make a big difference in their lives, while 55% said the results would. Well, this is the geniuses of young voters of 18, 34-year-olds that half think Donald Trump getting elected will not make a difference in their lives. Well, wake up, young people. Wake up. Uh Huge breakdown for paper checks. The, you know, the checks we write out? Well, guess what? They're kind of dying and they're they're almost just about dead. I mean, who uses them basically is a big question the Washington Post has asked. Uh, it's amazing. At the turn of the millennium, this is a stunning statistic. Six out of ten, six out of every 10 non-cash purchases, gifts, and paid bills were handled with a check. Now, two gates, Lecker, just 20 years later, one in 20, from six in 10 to one in 20. That's amazing. Um, as recently as 2023, the Federal Reserve ran 45 check processing locations in which brigades of workers routed each check. A decade later, it was operating just one. These days, 50 of 57% of Americans have not written a check in the past month, and even those who write them do so rarely. So checks are a thing of the past. Our kids are not even going to know what the fuck checks are. But remember checks? You still use them, but very, very rarely. Brand out for work After work schmoozing, I should say. Um, More U.S. workers say they're trying to draw thicker lines between work and the rest of life. It often means like eschewing invites to socialize with coworkers. Um, In the past year, U.S. consumers had 264 million restaurant dinners after leaving work, which is down 43% from 2019 levels, according to Circana. Uh, reservations are also earlier. In 2023, 26% of after-work restaurant dinners happen before 6 p.m. compared to 21% in 2019. So people don't want to schmooze after work, or they want to get their work done and go home? And... I found a lot of work got done schmoozing. There was always a blurry line in my, in my business, and the advertising business. So much was done socially. And um, people don't want to socialize work-wise anymore. Uh, here's Brand Up for Remote Work Boomtowns. These are the boomtowns that are really the kind of like setting the table for remote work, which I've talked many times on the show. I'm not a fan of. 15 percent of U.S. worked from home last year, according to the new census figures. And the big metro areas that are the biggest kind of work-from-home areas. Boulder, Colorado had the highest share of remote workers of any metro area last year, 32%. Denver wasn't far behind, and San Francisco and San Jose were both in the top 10. The other main rival for tech jobs, Austin, was even higher. Just 25% of the workforce in D.C. is remote, the sixth highest rate of any city, and higher than any state. So very interesting. Uh, Brand up for youthful optimism. Gen Z surprise optimism about the future. Uh, members of Gen Z, and this is by a large margin, have emerged from the pandemic surprisingly optimistic about their future. Uh, 82% of Gen Z is surveyed by Gallup and the Walton Family Foundation, believe they can achieve their goals. There is a catch here, though. Gen Z doesn't believe their schools and communities have prepared them to do so. So I don't know where they think they're getting it from. I guess they think they'll figure it all out themselves. Uh, this is kind of depressing, Brand brand up, but really brand down for parents' cell phone use. The average study spend the average parent spends more time on their devices than they do with their kids. According to a new research, three out of five American parents admit they spend more time on their electronic devices than their kids do. This is a little deceiving, though, particularly if you have kids in school, because the amount of waking hours you have your phone versus the amount of waking hours you're actually with your kids, but they spend four hours. They spend less than four hours of meaningful activities with their kids, according to the survey of 2,000 U.S. parents. I don't know, four hours of quality time with your kids a day? That seems like a lot to me. So I don't know. What do I know? Uh, I'm doing the best I can with my kids. brand up for Insync. I love Insync. As a matter of fact, I love all boy bands. I'm just going to come clean here. One Direction, Backstreet Boys, you look at my playlist, they're all over. I'm a huge boy band fan. I don't know what that says about me. I'm just being honest about it. You know, I share everything here. We love boy bands, specifically Insync. They're back with a uh, a new song, Better Place. Um they reconvened at the 2023 MTV Music Awards. They're not getting back together, but uh They've got a new song, and I say bring back the boy bands. I, I'm just, I just love them. What can I say? Uh, stop, la- stop laughing, Lou. Um, Brand out for cereal. This bums me out. Anybody that listens to the show knows I'm a big cereal guy. They've been falling out of love with cereal for a while. Uh, General Mills, Kellogg's, and Post. Uh, make are the big cereal makers. Uh, a lot of people, just because they they want to eat healthier things. The one exception, though, that's, changed, that's gained share in cereal is General Mills. Uh, they've gone from 34 to 35% of the cereal market due to Cheerios and selling it as kind of very good for your heart. So if you're going to sell cereal today, you better be selling on health. Here's a, here's a feel-good story for you. Brand up for Twinkies. Twinkies are back. Twinkies, the company that made Twinkies, Hostess Brands, went bankrupt a number of years ago. They were bought out by private equity for uh, the private equity firm paid $400 million. And now they just sold Twinkies to JM Snucker company, Smucker Company for $4.6 billion. They made 10X on their money. Ding-dongs, cupcakes, and donuts, uh, all good. But Twinkies are back. Back, bigger, better than ever. We love Twinkies. And finally, brand- I guess up for Johnson & Johnson, here's what's interesting about it. They're changing their logo. Now, I I don't have a visual for you because you're probably listening to this, but if you think about the Johnson & Johnson logo, it's script. But what they're changing now is just block letters, Johnson & Johnson. Why? Because they don't teach script in school anymore. So young people are not gonna, are gonna think it's kind of weird looking. I mean, it's really unusual for a company that entrenched with a logo to change it. And it's a, it, It doesn't look like Johnson & Johnson. When you look at it, I'm used to the script, but they realize that people don't kind of use script anymore, and so they're changing it. Uh, So I'm going to give them a brand up for that. because they're staying with the times. Why not? And those are our brands of the week. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple, anyplace else. We love your comments, please, and we love your patronage on the show. Remember to tune in Thursday for our interview with Steve Case. Have a great week.